You're listening to a Do What Moves You production. Yeah, well, I have found that if you can commit to exercising and really burn away those few top layers in the morning, what's underneath all that is this super positive, energetic, like if you can complete an hour workout at 6 a.m., the rest of the day just feels so freaking easy. Like after I ran that 558 mile, there was nothing anybody could have said to me that day that would have pissed me off. It just was impossible. So that runner's high, I didn't know it was a real thing. And now I totally get it. It's a real thing. So there's that starting out super positive. Like I think that's important as an entrepreneur because what I've learned as an entrepreneur is every day, especially the smaller your staff is, you're going to be get hit with some kind of problem. Like there's always going to be a problem, but there's this famous like Buddhist quote, I'm pretty sure that's where it comes from, that happiness is not the absence of problems. It's your ability to deal with them. And that's my life's mantra, basically. Like, that's the thing I have written on my wall. That's my affirmation. That's the poster in my room. That was Brian Regee. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative, movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training and showcase their expertise and story. Hello, welcome, and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Before we dive in to today's conversation with Brian Reedy, I just wanted to say congrats to all the New York City marathoners. It was such a beautiful day in New York City, not just temperature-wise, but energy-wise. Everyone seemed happy, celebratory, and just generally excited about running or spectating and supporting the people that were putting it all out there to get to the finish line or just get to the start line. It was really an incredible week, including our event at Mile High Run Club with Salas and Nick's Biosensors founders, Meredith Cass and Glenn Gwadi. It was so wonderful meeting all of our podcast guests and listeners who were in town for the week here in New York City. Also, if you aren't already subscribed and watching the Marnie on the Move podcast YouTube channel, head over and subscribe to Marnie on the Move Media on YouTube. There's lots of unique content, gear reviews, roundups, recommendations, and of course, clips from our shows. All right, I am excited to introduce Brian Reedy, CEO and founder of Gamer Advantage. Brian is a lifelong gamer and Michigan native. He was part of one of the first ever video game radio shows that aired in the Detroit market from 2007 to 2012. In 2017, after spending years in finance, he joined a family eye care business. As a gamer and type 1 diabetic, Brian also struggled with sleep. After spending a significant amount of time learning, researching, and testing a variety of eyewear, 
lenses, and supplements, he discovered a lens that truly helped him sleep better, resulting in Gamer Advantage, founded in 2019. Brian and I sync up and do a deep dive into where it all began, his passion for gaming, the strategy behind the business, some really great books he read to keep him on track for success as an entrepreneur, and his personal fitness and wellness routine. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple. It's easy and it's also important. Head over to the Apple app wherever you listen, click on the Marnie on the Move podcast, scroll through the 300 plus episodes and click on five stars and then click on the very tiny writing, leave a review, tell us what you love. Also share this podcast on your social channels, take a screenshot, post it, tell us what you love. Now on to my conversation with Brian. Hi, Brian. Tell me about Gamer Advantage. Yeah, totally. I mean, Gamer Advantage um, happened kind of on accident, to be honest with you. I was working in the optical industry. Um, I'm a type 1 diabetic, so I've always been pretty conscious of my health and my sleep and things like that. And in my position in optical, I was being asked to make blue light eyewear for people like, on a daily basis. And I was seeing what was out there and how it was being sold and the quality and I just kind of like chalked it up as snake oil. I did a few projects for people, but I didn't really put any real thought into like uh, me would like I would ever wear blue light glasses. Right. Um, and then like the popularity, it just got so crazy. And I thought to myself, like, well, maybe there's something here because clearly people are looking for this solution. But I'm pretty confident that a lot of this stuff that's being sold doesn't actually have any real impact whatsoever. Right. Um, so as I was attending these optical conventions and trade shows and things like that, I was networking and going to presentations and I tripped on a lens that had been used on the medical side of eyewear for quite some time for things like macular degeneration and, and insomnia, things like that. And I thought, why don't I try this? And so I uh, approached a guy who, who patented it, manufactured it, whatever. And I said, can I try these? And he said, yeah. And I started wearing them and I was like, oh my gosh, like I can actually feel this. And so right. I got a pair for my wife and I got a pair for my coworkers and everybody was just agreeing like what is in these lenses. And, and that's kind of how Gamer Advantage was born because eventually I was like, okay, I'm a gamer. I'm a, I'm a health guy. These work. Like I have to turn this into something. Um, and it just happened that, that my business partner already owned the domain gamer advantage for like no reason. And I was like, Oh my gosh, perfect. I'm like, let's, <laughs> let's run with it. Uh, so we just ran with it. It just kind of happened. Like really, if it, um, at the snap of a finger where I said, Hey, this is being used on the medical side and doctor's offices and things like that. Like, how do we bring this product, uh, to the industry and the community that I've been a part of my entire life? but also I think needs it the most because yeah. these are the people who are exposed to this artificial light and this kind of environmental manipulation higher than anybody else for the most part. So if a football player is going to focus on sleeping better um, and being aware of those things, then I think a gamer definitely needs to do it. Yeah. And that's the resume lens technology that you have for your eyes. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah. called it resume just like, and if you're a gamer and you're down, you're screaming that like from the top of your lungs, like okay. res me, res me, like come get me, come get me, like I'm down, I'm down, you know. Okay. And so we kind of like had fun with that, and we we wanted to give our um, lens technology an identity, and so that's where res me comes from. And our res me lens technology, we we have more lenses coming in the future, but right now we have two categories, which are sleep and focus. And um, depending on how much time you spend on a screen and and the afflictions you're experiencing 
um, that's how we uh, decide which lens is best for you. So we have a lot of people who really just they're they're complaining about digital eye strain, dry right, eyes, tired eyes. All day. Yeah, yeah, and we find that to be more in our more mature part of our demographic because the older you the older you are, the longer you've been around without these digital devices right. and this high intensity light. So your body has established a circadian rhythm, and it's not that easy to like really disrupt it long term. Right. But now we're talking about a generation that has grown up with a digital device right. since they like were they born. Were, yeah. And, yeah. And and so that the, so when we look at that when we look at that customer we say, okay, well they're not they've never slept well almost, you know, versus I'm start I'm really starting to strain from these devices because my body's not used to it. So that's why we have those two offerings. That's that's great. And how did you get into gaming? Like, what was your foray into this? You know, I just, I think, like, I got a regular Nintendo. So I'm 37. I got a regular Nintendo for maybe, like, my fourth or fifth Christmas or something. My dad had an Atari. Like, he wasn't a gamer. Yeah. But, like, I just always kind of game. Never I really, was a gamer. Yeah. Yeah, I never really thought of it. Like, that wasn't a thing, right? No. Like, you just kind of gamed. Yeah. Um, and then when I was diagnosed as a type 1 diabetic, I was 10. And I remember being in the ICU and they wheeled in Nintendo 64 and Mario Kart. And uh, like I, then I was starting to look at it as this hobby and this therapy, this thing that really made me happy. And I just gained my whole life. But I never chalked it up to like I never pursued a career in gaming or right. I was just an active member of the community as in a, a consumer of gaming. Um, and I've been doing it forever. I've I never have understood giving up gaming because you're married or you have, I have two kids. I'm married, been married for a decade. Like I never, gaming was never something that like I, I had to sacrifice. And I started to realize this because I had found this balance where gaming wasn't impacting my health and it wasn't, and, and I was trying to figure out why that was. And, and, and I started to equate to, well, I'm now I'm aware of blue light and I'm aware of how important exercise is and hydration and eating well and all of those things. And my friends who don't know those things, they gave up playing Call of Duty 10 years ago because they're afraid that that's what's making them unhealthy, whether it be mentally or physically. And that's what other people are telling them is making them unhealthy. Like the stigma of gaming is if you game, you pretty much must be unhealthy. Is that um, because you're like sitting on your couch all day? Like, yeah, I mean, say gamer, platform, you think Mountain Dew. moving outside and drinking. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, I think like I'm, I, I'm a gamer, but when you say gamer, like somehow media has definitely put this stigma of pizza eating, Mountain Dew right. drinking, basement dwelling person who is not motivated. Um, and that's not the case, especially not in 2023. Not at all, yeah. actually. Not like, at all. Yeah, I mean, there's major stadiums with gamers competing and there's all kinds of like health and wellness and exercise products that are out there for these people because it's like their brain and their body and their gut yeah and there's a news article that just came out about you know shaquille o'neal commenting on a deal that was just signed for a, a gamer who's being paid 50 million dollars to yeah. game and he and shaquille o'neal was like wait what like to play video games like maybe i should do that well, the funny thing is, is that like he can't because he's that's not his department, right? right? Like that's insulting to a gamer to say just because I'm Shaquille O'Neal, I can pick up gaming and go make this money. Like this guy who signed this deal has dedicated his entire life. He's streamed for hundreds of thousands of hours basically to get to where he is today. It's not gaming isn't this thing that is just like doesn't take any skill and is only for people who don't have the mental capacity to do something else. It's quite the opposite. Most gamers are really smart. What are the skills that go into gaming? 
Yeah, it's it's very competitive. Um, I always say if you're a parent and you have a child who games, when they lose that game, it feels the same way as you felt when you lost a soccer game or a baseball game. So it's very competitive and it takes that same level of commitment and training that any other sport does. So you have to practice and you have to be committed, but you also can't let it impact all of these other things in your life. So if you look at it like a sport, which I know people struggle to do, but yeah, if you're sitting all day, gaming is going to have a negative impact. So you have to go exercise more than maybe somebody who plays soccer every day. They're getting their exercise from their craft and gaming. You don't get that. You know, there's a lot of repetitive hand motion and, and back issues and neck issues and the food and, and drinks that um, these gamers are consuming are, they have been marketed um, as here, you're a gamer, you need Red Bull and, right. and it's no, like a gamer needs the same kind of AG1. rest. Re- <laughs> yeah. They need the right stuff, like yeah. stuff for somebody whose hobby involves very high level brain activity yeah. and some very serious muscle memory and hand eye coordination. Yep. That's interesting that, you know, because I mean, even with some platforms now like Zwift and esports, that's gaming and that's like a big component of this conversation and I think it's very interesting so the glasses protect gamers eyes but also everyone yeah definitely well I think you start it'd be kind of this is kind of a bad analogy but it puts it into perspective like if Nike sent set out to make the perfect running shoe like we for the runner of course it's going to work for the mall walker or the person who's just going out to dinner so I think what was important to us being a gamer and, and bringing this technology that otherwise had this stigma, um, it was really important that it worked and that it was it was the best it could be. And if it can work for a gamer, the chances are is these other people who use our product are not experiencing those same afflictions at that same level. So for some people, maybe it's a little overkill, but we all, you can't wear them for too long. It is the least expensive, lowest effort thing you can do to improve your sleep. People run out and buy $3,000 mattress without thinking twice, yeah. um, but then you tell them $100 for these glasses and they're like, whoa. Um, so another analogy, and then I'll stop is, no, it's uh, if you bought a cheap bike helmet and fell and cracked your head open, you wouldn't say, bike helmets don't work, your first instinct would be like, damn, I really shouldn't have cheaped out on that bike helmet. Yep. However, in the blue light eyewear kind of lens technology category, people usually buy something super inexpensive to test it and it doesn't work. So they dismiss the theory entirely that wearing the glasses could actually help. So if we look at it as like a tool, the the more, I mean, I hate to say it, but yeah. the more you get what you pay for, right? Yes. And our product is significantly less expensive than what you would get in a doctor's office. I think it's it's interesting that you compared it to bike helmets because it is like protection for your eyes. And Absolutely. I am a huge fan of investing in MIPS technology when it comes to a helmet and like getting a good helmet because you don't want to find out the hard way. And I think for our eyes, even for my listeners, like maybe we're not gamers or, you know, maybe we're just like on Zwift all day. You know, that's a game. It's a video game. Like people spend a lot of time in there indoors, but maybe you're like on Zoom all the time, right? That whole movement, it took being on your computer like beyond the next level. So these are great for those kinds of people as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we know that about 80% of the population plays a video game of some kind every day. Just only a small portion of those people are actually identifying as gamers. Right. It's so like the, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, you know, it's kind of like um, in golf, even if you're the worst golfer in the world, you'll still gladly identify as a golfer. <laughs> but because of that stigma around yeah. gaming, I think that a lot of your listeners probably don't really want to tell anybody that they spend three hours a All night right. playing Bejeweled or Candy Crush or whatever, but that's yeah. gaming. And that's yeah. that same light. And it doesn't only come from your, your computer and phone, too. It comes from the lights in your office and the lights in the dashboard of your car. Yeah. And just no artificial light is really good for you. I mean, there that's not really a thing. So we're programmed to the sun. I mean, we barely had electricity for 150 years, let alone know what all of this artificial light really does to us. So how does the artificial light that affects your vision and your eyes affect your sleep? Like, what's the correlation between the vision yeah, and the sleep? Yeah, so... Doctors and scientists have really come to understand that your circadian rhythm starts when the sun sets, and that's part of biology. You can't really manipulate that. All right. you can do is manipulate your the environment around you. So when the sun goes down, you turn on the lights, right, so you can see. And the wavelength in those lights in the spectrum that it's giving off, they're in this high-intensity LED light. That 455th nanometer is kind of the sweet spot of being the same wavelength the sun gives off at a much higher rate that is suppressing melatonin so you're active and moving and productive throughout the day. Uh, But when the sun sets, that's when your body's supposed to start producing it. So when you're manipulating your environment with these bright lights, the brain over time is becoming confused of is it daytime, is it nighttime, and we start to see this melatonin suppression. So in some of the clinical studies that were done on our lenses, we were seeing results such as a 96% increase in melatonin production within five days of wearing it. And if your body is naturally increasing its melatonin production, that indicates that it is suppressed in the first place because melatonin is a natural thing that's a hormone that's made in your body. And if you're not getting the full functioning production of melatonin, you're not going to get the full function benefit of a quality circadian rhythm, which you're falling asleep quicker and reaching REM sleep faster for longer. Um, So that's really kind of the focus focus for us and and most of our my community and my friends and especially younger than me they're taking melatonin on a regular basis they've almost become dependent on it and they're suppressing this natural ability to produce it um so we're hoping to help make the make the sleep process more natural and still allow you to gain. Are there any challenges or opportunities you face as an entrepreneur in this industry, like building this company and? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, first of all, we're already up against it in the category of even talking about blue light glasses. That's been, that was ruined by plenty of other, plenty of other brands a long time ago. So we're trying, you know, we're really trying. And, and again, the stigma of a gamer not caring about health or not having the money to invest in quality product, but also, um, you know, there's a lot of money in gaming. There's a lot of venture capital and private equity, and there's they have the ability to market so much faster and, and, and manipulate so much easier with when you have a lot of money and pay right. people to say these things that they don't truly believe. So we're always going to be up against the giants who know what we have is great and are going to try and do it better than us. But I think we've proven over our four and a half years in business that we are the best in class for what we do right now. And the, our engagement in the community and our brand recognition and, and the partnerships that we've created prove that. Do you, uh, speaking of partnerships, do you work with any like high profile gamers that you could mention? 
Yeah, I mean, we have like some great Call of Duty pros like Jay God and Immortal and Espresso. Those guys are really well known and and Call of Duty. And we have Willers, who's a Tarkov streamer, who's way up there. And we have Tauli, who's one of the biggest World of Warcraft streamers and is currently streaming Diablo 4. And all of those guys, our process is you have to wear the glasses first and genuinely believe that they're making a difference. So Willers, for example, is a great story because... We were at TwitchCon in San Diego, and he had forgot his sunglasses. And a lot of our glasses come with this magnetic polarized sun clip that you okay. can just snap on the front of it. And I did that because I knew gamers like were already going stretching their budget to buy all this equipment. So right. like, if they wear prescription, this has a tremendous amount of value to it. Um, so he had forgot his sunglasses, so he saw our booth and saw these clips and was like, ah, screw it. I'll just buy these. So they look cool. I'll buy these. I'll wear them as my sunglasses while I'm here in San Diego. And then when he got home, he started reading the box and the packaging and all this stuff. And he was like, ah. Oh. And then he started wearing them. And he's like on stream. He's streaming to thousands of people. Yeah. And he says, listen, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but like these do help me sleep. Like it's kind of crazy. And it was from him using it. And he bought them. He paid for them. And we would have we would have paid him to wear them long before we would have made him buy them. So that that was just such a great way to bring somebody on and still today like that's his that's how he talks about it. he's like hey listen like if you don't know like i swear to god these are the best glasses i've ever worn and they help me sleep you know that's his he's not really having to sell it he's just speaking from a firsthand experience all right just dropping in here to give a shout out to ag1 as an athlete and busy founder i am always on the move whether i'm training for a race or running to meetings I was looking for an all-in-one supplement that was easy to add to my daily wellness routine when I discovered AG1. I drink mine while making my coffee in the morning and feeding my dogs. With just one scoop, I get the nutrients and gut health support to thrive throughout my day and cover my nutritional bases. AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. If you're a longtime listener, you know I've been drinking AG1 for about two years. I love that every scoop includes adaptogens to balance my body's stress levels, vitamin C and zinc to help support my immune health. AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why they've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash Marnie on the move. That's drinkag1.com slash Marnie on the move. Check it out. Now, back to our conversation. And so are you now, are you still doing Call of Duty and playing all those games or are you like, yeah. Me? Yeah. Personally? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, uh, I like Call of Duty. It's just a, a little too aggressive for me. I'm really working on maintaining like high energy and being positive and, and, and taking time to breathe and stuff. So my, my aggressive game is Overwatch. That's the one I have the most hours in. So I do play a lot of Overwatch, but when I start to get too mad at that, I just put it away and I'll play 
uh, PGA tour right now. Cause like, <laughs> if I can't be outside golfing, I'd love to be golfing on the video game. So it's a lot of fun, but you, I play Roblox almost every day with my daughter too. Okay. She's six and she'll play on her iPad and I have a device and I can join her in the world and we'll go through obstacle courses together and stuff like that. So yeah, every day. I yeah. My nieces were into video game. Roblox for a while. It's fun. Um, I don't know if they're still, she, if they're, if she's still into it. So that was my foray, but my brother-in-law is a, a big gamer. Like I'm sure he's doing Call of Duty and on Twitch and all those things. Um, yeah. So I'm peripherally dialed in. Like he has his own station and room in their house. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting at mine right now. Totally, so you got funny. to right. Yeah, and you have like yeah. great like computer graphics or screens and headphones too, right? Mm -hmm. Like I love everything. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah. I mean, no exaggeration. You're talking. I'm sitting in front of at a minimum $5,000 worth of the equipment. And yeah. if not, it's more than that. And How many you kind of build it over yeah. time. Like you would build a car, right? Like yeah. you take your time and you get your computer and you wait for that next great monitor. Yeah. yeah. So I have three screens right now. You have three yeah. screens. <laughs> I have two 27-inch screens stacked on top of each other. Yeah. And then I have a 37-inch wide screen that I have flipped completely vertically and that's kind of where all my text stuff lives like discord and email so and then these two screens here are the more you know en engaging the game screens if you will what platforms what so i i do, do i yeah. my sweet spot so again 37 so i a lot of my friends don't even know what twitch is or don't watch twitch and they yeah. game every day so we have these different layers of gamers yeah. so most Down of my friends still play on today. xbox yeah. Yeah. yeah, Xbox is my main jam. Like, okay. that's the main. I have the Series X, and I have, you know, and I've bought pretty much every... I had a PlayStation for a little bit, but I bought pretty much every Xbox and Nintendo system that's ever existed. Okay. Um, and then I have a PC, of course, and, and that's where a large majority of your real hardcore gamer, and I mean hardcore, is just somebody who's really doing it pretty frequently, mm -hmm. um, that's where they're, you're going to see most of their gaming. It's mouse and keyboard, for okay. sure. And are a lot of gamers yeah. on Twitch? Is that where they kind of communicate and talk to each other? And you wouldn't you wouldn't so much communicate there. That's where they're consuming their content. It's Twitch. It's YouTube. Um, it's now Kick, which is the newest streaming platform that's really taking over. So that's where you would go. That's like their. I don't know. I can't even use a good example. Like, Instagram, like if you want to, like I'm on Instagram. It's, no, my, it's no. it's like Netflix. It's almost more like Netflix, okay. right? Like it's live streaming. Um, and you go to the website and it brings up all these categories. There's people playing music. There's people um, doing magic. But most of the people on there are playing video games. And you on can Twitch. look at if I'm yeah. an Overwatch up on Twitch or Kick or YouTube. And if I'm an Overwatch fan, I can just type in Overwatch. It'll bring up all the Overwatch channels. If there's an Overwatch tournament going on, that'll be broadcasted on the Overwatch proper channel. Got but it. there'll be sometimes tens of thousands of people streaming that. And you... When you find somebody who you really like, you become part of their community and they're the host of the stream and they're on camera and you can chat to them. You can log in into Twitch and say, hey, I'm a huge fan and they might shout you out. It really depends how many viewers they have. Some people, most streamers stream to less than five viewers, but there are definitely th thousands of streamers that are streaming in numbers anywhere between 550,000, depending on who they are and, and what 
you know, uh, category they stream. And in. the conversations primarily around gaming, like that's the usually yeah. it's just life in general. It's almost okay. like a, the longest running talk show you've ever been on, where you're watching this per. You know, some of these people stream for eight, ten hours a wow. day, maybe twenty. Oh my god! And they're gaming. So while they're gaming, they're talking about Got the it. game. Got but it. then because their personalities, it would be really hard to stream for eight hours and only talk about video games. So they all have their own kind of community personalities and and as a member of the community you start to learn about their families and their what kind of car they drive and where they go on vacation and you just kind of become part of this army like um and that's there's a couple content creators where that's what they call their fans and some of these content creators will do meetups or they'll do giveaways that's or whatever and yeah 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 so usually people have you know, five to 10 people that they're pretty loyal to that they have subscribed to their channel and pay so they don't get ads. They can tip, um, they can cheer, they can gift subscriptions to other people and you can watch for free, but the subscription, the subscription helps the streamer and it also uh, eliminates the ads in the stream. So again, it's kind of like a combination of like Spotify and Netflix and like all this live TV all kind of jammed together. I feel like when <laughs> if, when Twitch first started, because I'm always like an early adopter when it comes to like technology and social media and getting on all these platforms. I feel like I checked it out, but it wasn't for me just because I didn't, I guess I just didn't really understand what was happening. And also I wasn't, you know, it was originally originated as a gaming like space mm-hmm. the community for gamers i mean now there's all kinds of content on twitch but i still i like have not gone on there i know they have a lot of training and exercise and all kinds of content yeah their live content is going to be the primary thing so if there's something you want to learn about yeah like it you know you want to find somebody streaming swift like you yeah. could probably find it and learn from them what whatever it is you're trying to learn you that's know? so cool what are you doing to stay healthy and fit outside of the gaming world and i know that you said you have diabetes and you're a type one diabetic so i think that's probably really important for you as well totally yeah Yeah. i mean i hit a i did hit a point in my life uh kind of during college post-college where my health wasn't really headed in the direction um i wanted it to be i was smoking and like you know drinking a lot and all these other things and it was really impacting my diabetes but just like my mental space too um and so over time, as I started to improve on it, I think once I got married, it started to get better where, you know, I could be more adventurous. And I, but when I had kids, that's where it really got hard. And I was like, man, how do I like have kids and sleep and work and play video games and go on vacations? And, and so I personally, the thing I've done is joined Orange Theory Fitness. I'll give them a shout out. I don't, you know, that's that's, great. And I go five days a week. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Uh, one of the days is pure weightlifting and I ran under a six minute mile a couple months ago and I was just That's so great. proud of myself for that. But when I started, it was hard and I'm a big fan of the book Atomic Habits by okay. James Clear. And so if you're trying to get into that fitness, you know, the best advice people give is like, start really small. Like don't commit to going to the gym every day. Like just start by doing like 10 sit-ups and 10 push-ups while your coffee's brewing and do that for six weeks first, Right. So I went two days a week at first and it took like six months before like all of a sudden my body was like, it was in there deep inside me somewhere, but I had to shed this stress and this anxiousness and these things. And, and now I've been going there for going on three years and 
Um, I just, I've never been in the shape. I'm, I'm again, 37. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm in better shape than I was in high school. My hemoglobin A1C was 6.1, which is like almost non-diabetic Yeah, levels. that's great. Yeah, just really, I have no, I had a point when I was in high school where I had very slight diabetic retinopathy and it just kind of lived in the back of my eye mm-hmm. for a long time. It didn't get worse, but it just kind of lived there. And retinopathy is something that when before a lot of this technology, like it was a guarantee you were getting retinopathy as a diabetic. Right. But with all this new continuous glucose monitoring and insulin pumps and all that stuff, my last eye exam, the retinopathy was gone. That's really And great. The, uh, the ophthalmologist was like, I can count on one hand in my entire 40, 40 year career that I've seen retinopathy disappear. Like I can't see it. And so uh, I, th- those things have really motivated me. And I do other things mentally too. Like I go to therapy, like I, yeah. I go to therapy because I have problems too, just like everybody else. And I journal in a gratitude journal in the morning and wow. it really starts my day off strong. And, but this didn't happen overnight. This has no. been a project my whole life. You know what I mean? Just putting my well be I can't take care of anybody else unless I can take care of myself. And I think everybody wants to help other people, yeah. but they don't understand how how hurt, how much they're hurting themselves. And so you have to start there. And, and that's been helpful for me. Before you started Gamer Advantage, were you, did you have your own business or? I was, so I was working for a smaller family owned optical distribution company that kind of my intention was I would come in there and, and work instead for the man. I would work for you know, a family. Um, Before that, I spent uh, a little over seven years at Fifth Third Bank. Um, So when I graduated high school, I had a degree in film studies and electronic media. I wanted to go into radio. I got into radio and I worked at a radio station. I actually helped start the first ever FM video game radio show in Detroit on CBS. Cool. But when it turned into a sports station, the manager said video games are stupid and have no, no room on a sports station. Like that doesn't make any sense which it does now. It didn't then, but it does now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was where my career kind of started. And I just realized radio wasn't for me. Like I was watching those guys who had been in radio for 30 years and, you know, it was pretty, pretty nasty industry, uh, pretty cutthroat. Yeah. Um, so my brother was working at, a, as a tell, three years younger than me. He was a teller at fifth third bank. And he's like, dude, I think you'd like it here. And so I applied and they hired me. And within like seven months I became in the top 1% of the performers. And I went to president circle every year. And I just really found myself as like this really energetic change agent. Like I thrive in high pressure situations. And, and it took me a long time to learn that I really was an entrepreneur. And then when I found this technology, I finally had a pro I could get excited about credit and loans. Don't get me wrong. But when I found this, I was like, Oh my gosh, like this can be the thing that I take that I, that I get to be like, hey, I'm bringing this to this entire market that's 200 million plus consumers. Um, where when you're selling for a bank or who you're selling somebody else's dream and vision right. and whatever. Right. So now I get to have my own dream and vision and purpose and passion and and I didn't know that was in there the whole time, but I guess it was. Um, yeah, that's amazing. And so, what are some lessons like having your own business that you've kind of learned along the way? your either gaming and exercise and fitness to entrepreneurship? 
Yeah, well, I have found that if you can commit to exercising and really burn away those few top layers in the morning, um, what's underneath all that is this super positive, energetic, like if you can complete an hour workout at 6 a.m., the rest of the day just feels so freaking easy. Like after I ran that 558 mile, there was nothing anybody could have said to me that day that would have pissed me off. It just was impossible. Yeah, I agree. so that runner's high, I didn't know it was a real thing. And now okay. I totally get it. It's a real thing. Um, so there's that, starting out super positive. Like I think that's important as an entrepreneur because what I've learned as an entrepreneur is every day, especially the smaller your staff is, you're going to be get hit with some kind of problem. Like there's always going to be a problem. But there's this famous like Buddhist quote, I'm pretty sure that's where it comes from, that um, happiness is not the absence of problems. It's your ability to deal with them. Right. And that's my life's mantra, basically. Like, that's the thing I have written on my wall. That's my affirmation. That's the poster in my room. Like, that's where I really try and focus my energy. So I'm being prepared and knowing these problems are going to come. And it's not the end of the world. Um, that that That's a lesson. The other thing is, is that it's always people first. That's a huge lesson for me. Um, you hire people first. If you get the right people, it doesn't really matter what your company does. Right. You don't come up with an idea and then go out and search for people who you think can contribute to that specific thing. You got to get really good people and then figure out, okay, what are we going to go? What are we going to do? Yeah. Um, so I think Steve Jobs once said, hire smart people and let them tell you what to do. Uh, it's a really great, uh, great thing to live by. Uh, so those are those were two I would say two really big ones. And then having a set of principles, like a guiding light for your business. I was in a blog on an, in an optical um, website that really just was, had nothing to do with optical. It was just about, like, I watched the movie Air and it, like, smacked me in the face that I was not sticking to these core principles that were right. deep inside my heart. But even worse... I wasn't communicating them to the team. Like I knew what they were. I knew what I wanted gamer advantage to be in 10 years, but my team didn't know that's how I was making my decisions. So having these core values and principles for your business and making sure that the team absolutely understands them, that's how you can hire somebody. That's how you can, like that is the beginning of every conversation for me now. And it took too long to bring that to the surface. It always just kind of lived in my gut. Yeah, I'm talking about like Phil Knight's, you know, the 10 like principles from 40 years ago. And, um, you know, they're really, they're still true. It's almost like you could live your Do life you watch by those Ted principles, Lasso too? honestly. Do you- yeah, of course. Okay. I watch that. Yeah, also good. I, I'll make here, if you have sale entrepreneurs and sales people who listen to your podcast, I have like, Air is definitely up there. You need to watch it if you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, I don't care how old you are or how old that movie is, is one of the best movies of all time. Okay. Then you have Boiler Room, which yes. is a really great movie that, that again, and then uh, Tin Men. Now, Tin Men is like a major throwback. But what's really interesting is, you know, so when guys were out selling aluminum siding and kind of the manipulation around this door to door sales approach and I think that applies no different than digital ads. Like we're still, humans still are operating the same way in the direct-to-consumer space as they did when people were sending magazines or direct mail or knocking on your door trying to sell you a vacuum, you know? Is sales a big part of what you're doing in your role as a founder at this company? Like are you Yeah, I was trying to. You know, we got, um, I do like, selling has such a bad word to it, but I guess like, 
what I've realized is that I'm naturally selling the product by genuinely speaking about it and being energetic about it and passionate about it. So I'm trying to bring a level energy to the level of energy to the potential and the current state of what gamer advantage is and explain that to people. And then that energy manifests itself into these opportunities. So, you know, we launched in nearly 700 Best Buy stores last um, November and is we're one of the top performing products in the category. And that came from the presentation I gave to the Best Buy buying team. It didn't come from like a ad or a, a sheet of specific, you know, or, you know, information. It was just, they were like, man, like we trust this guy based on the quality of his presentation and how much passion he has in it, that this is a good product for Best Buy. Cause we believe that, He's going to take this to that level. And I think that's why they, that, yeah. So I just think that energy and being the spokesperson and just keeping that level really high and just loving this, this product and the products that we come out with, it just is naturally selling itself. What are some of your best selling products? The Inferno is by far our number one selling frame. I mean, this is the, it's the standard, you know, like rectangle. It fits everybody. Um, our frames, uh, are ultra Ooh. flexible okay. and ultra lightweight. So they're kind of designed to where you can be a little rough with them. And when you put a headset on, which most gamers are wearing, you know, a headset like this, yeah. um, it's not pressing and, and causing pain on your head. So, and then of course we threw in the, uh, magnetic polarized yeah. sun clip and that's just like a fun little addition. So that's like our best selling product. We also, I came out with, uh, anti-fog spray for people who wear glasses inside of VR headsets. Like that was the original intention of it. It was okay. a low price product that I thought could serve this niche market. Well, then the pandemic hit. And because I'm committed to not launching crap, we are now the number one selling anti-fog like in the world. I wow. mean, it's crazy. It's called Fog Away. You can look it up on Amazon. It's got 25,000 reviews. And um, it fits into our mantra of like gaming performance wellness. Okay. And so that's our second best selling product. And most of the people who buy it are not gamers. They're people who originally were wearing glasses with a mask during COVID. Yep. And then now it's used by safety professionals and athletes. And um, we even have a relationship with one of the world's largest NFL and college football uh, helmet manufacturers. And they include it with orders of their helmets that come with the visors because it is literally just the best. Uh, so that's probably our second product that really launched us. And then last but not least, we came out with a no, more, even more advanced material. So this is called the Horizon. And this is this really crazy, like at first when I got this frame, I thought it felt cheap. But then I kind of started comparing it to... Um, titanium like you buy a titanium driver carbon fiber like it's lighter it's more durable and this is what i believe is the world's lightest pair of glasses it's like less than a half an ounce so when you wear these and we came out with them because they have nose pads on them mostly um you can't even you don't even feel them and that's our most premium frame and it fits all shapes it looks great it comes in all sorts of awesome colors and then the one i was wearing during most of the show is the one we just launched the specter we just launched that yeah, I mean, it's not about the frame for me, you know, 
that's the challenge with glasses. Everybody's going to look at the style first because if you don't look good in them, you can't feel confident. So we didn't want to create glasses that other brands have done where they're like obviously for gamers. They're like yellow and they're wrapping around your head and they have like Call of Duty printed on the side of them. Like we wanted to make a really great pair of glasses, but the focus was always the lens technology. So we just know how to make good frames, but our focus is does the lens actually work? And people can get them prescription if they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a full service prescription optical lab, follow all the FDA and HIPAA compliance. We the quality of what we really we give out is equal to, if not better than what you will buy at your eye doctor's office. That's awesome. What are some future plans and goals for Gamer Advantage? So we're really focused on performance wellness. So what you're going to see from us, we're going to start categorizing more as tools and not I we're I've never identified us as an eyewear company. I maybe trickled as a sleep company a little bit, always a gaming company. Like that I knew for sure. Um, but I struggled for a long time as an entrepreneur to give the, find this identity. And, um, it was just to me, eyewear was the first tool. It was going to have the biggest impact on the industry. So you will see other tools from us that will help with these same things, whether it's better focus, better sleep, better recovery, faster recovery, less pain, our goal is to make it so you can perform at the absolute highest level while you game with the least amount of setbacks. And that will include things like breathing exercises for gamers prior to this. That's big right now. And I've learned started to learn a lot about breathing. And it's pretty amazing things you can do with like breath work. So focusing on helping our goal, our 10-year goal, and I'm this is the first time I've ever publicly announced this, our 10-year goal is to help a million gamers achieve their performance wellness goals, whatever that might be. So you want to lose weight, you want to win the Call of Duty National Champion World Championship, you want to just be a little bit better at uh, call, uh, Zelda, whatever, like we're going to come out with products that remove as many of those pain points as possible. That's amazing. Have you read this book, Traction? It's one of the best books ever written. We are an EOS company. We run our entire business on the entrepreneurial organizational system. And that's that book is that like that book. Uh, the entire foundation of that is is from that book. Yeah. And Good to Great, which is the yes, other I have. I have really so great books. book. I have. I read that book. It's behind me. Somewhere. My new one that was just given to me by a mentor, let's say, is Driven. Driven. OK, because he believes that I possess this thing in my genetics that like about 10% of the population has that you have this kind of ability to unlock if you really understand what it is. But because it comes with so much downside and so many issues that people never really fully like are able to uncover it. So it's written by this uh, Brackman, Dr. Brackman. And it just talks about like there is this genetic gift that you might have if you're an entrepreneur, an athlete, or even a Navy SEAL. And if you read this book, you can try these things and find out if you have it. And if you have it, you have the ability to do some pretty powerful stuff with your right. words and with your mind. Yeah. Interesting. What are you ex excited about in the world of gaming moving forward? Like, are there any big innovations coming? I would say that for gaming, the thing I'm most excited about is how the acceptance, understanding, and support that those individuals deserve is getting better every day. 
I'm excited to see parents support their children's passion for being a pro gamer, which can come with scholarships and a career. I'm I'm really enjoying what and COVID, uh, the pandemic definitely helped that a little bit because people yeah. got stuck inside and then realized kind of got back to their inner child a little bit. I'm also really excited for my brand. We have a brand collaboration launching next week. We partnered at this point now, we've partnered with what I believe is the most premium supplement company in the gaming space. And we created this product called Sleep, which is a heavy focus on no melatonin and a focus on ashwagandha, apigenin, valerian root, magnesium, and using these ingredients and we're coming out with this sleep drink that's in a powder form, and that's what they do better than anybody, but we helped advise on the ingredients and dosages. And I'm, I'm really excited to have an opportunity to get some of this community off the regular use of melatonin and come out with a product that isn't glasses and come out with a product that isn't $100 and has a taste and a, <clears throat> and a, and a thing to it. So that launched um, August sixth or ninth i can't remember the exact date off the top of my head but i'm super stoked to not only do this brand collaboration but to have this resource to this product that would be another great product that could apply really to anybody but just happened to be developed in the industry where the need was the biggest what's the brand can you say uh, advanced yeah advanced. yeah advanced.gg um that's their website but advanced and gamer advantage that's the brand collaboration the product cool. is called sleep it comes in chamomile and hibiscus. We also have a sleep mask and we have a pillow mist um, that we developed using lam lavender and um, and chamomile as the two scents for that. And just wanted to create this really soft, elegant <clears throat> sleep bundle. Um, and, and if all you bought was the, the sleep mist, I mean, yeah. it's very inexpensive. It's like eight bucks. And it's one of the many steps towards a nice routine in the evening that people are starting to really, it's essential oils, mm -hmm. it's very popular to help calm. And uh, that's a way you can be like a member of our family uh, for as little as $8, if you will. So we're just really working on touching all these corners of these tools that can just help make it a little easier. I love that you're bringing all this like health and wellness and, you know, the supplements to the world of gaming. It's like you're really on a mission to make the world healthier yeah well definitely that industry because i don't think they're given the credit they yeah deserve. no and i don't i think it's a huge i mean obviously you are aware it's a huge market of people that yeah. are you know like in in my world of like sports and athleticism and health and wellness like we're all on that page already for any brands that are listening like they should reach out to you <laughs> I the brand because I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, no, yeah. you're just bringing you're totally stuff to right. a new group of people, which is great. You got it. The, That's brilliant. Hundred percent. I, I would it. love to do more brand collaborations, and I'm not trying to reinvent something that's already proven to work for all these different sports and all these different athletes. And I, that's why when we did this drink, I'm like, I don't really want to be a supplement company. I want to find these tools, and so why go compete? Let's partner. And they were like, Let's do it. And it. We've been working on it now for nine months. You should add Omegas. Somehow get them on Omegas. That's like really good, the, right? That's another. There's. I think there's an endless list of things that could yeah. be introduced to this industry that isn't caffeine or candy. Awesome. Well, Brian, this has been so great. I'm so glad that we got to connect. Hey, I appreciate you having me on. And uh, I love these opportunities. This is the thing I love doing the most at Gamer Advantage. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. 
If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways. I want to hear from you. Email me, MarnieOnTheMove1 at gmail.com and let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of. If you have questions for our guests, just reach out.